Episode 26, Trusting Your Gut with Kathleen Miller. You're listening to The Race for the Ring, a podcast about dating in the digital decade. I am your host, Mindy Barnett. I'm a PR queen, a published inspirational author, motivational speaker, mom, and dating diva. Each week, I'll have a special guest dish dating dilemmas and delights with me, and together we'll maneuver how to play the game, not get played, and claim the most prized possession, self-love. Ready, set, go. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another amazing episode of The Race for the Ring. I'm yours truly, Mindy Barnett, and I want to talk to you a little bit about my love affair these days with gold bling and baubles. I love, love, love jewelry, always have and probably always will. But lately, because of the fact that I'm not dressing up the way I used to, although I will say I've recently invested more than I have in the last couple of months in my wardrobe, I've also up the ante, in a sense, increasing my bauble and bling collection. And one of my favorite, favorite go-tos, and you'll see some photos on my website, mindybarnett.com, are Furco's Fine Jewelry. Furco's is family-owned, multi-generational. They have a brick-and-mortar store in northern New Jersey, but the great news for all of you Race the Ring listeners out there is they have an incredible presence on social media on Instagram at Furco's Fine Jewelry, as well as online. You can shop from the comfort of your own home. They have really beautiful custom-made rings, earrings, bracelets. Um, My latest go-tos have been a lot in the yellow gold family. I love a lot of the 80s-inspired looks that are coming back. I have a brand new pair of huggy hoops with diamonds that I've just recently gotten from them. Um, I'm rocking a beautiful herringbone necklace that they are in the process of likely creating for me in a variety of other uh, gold hues like rose gold and white gold too. And my ankles are boasting not one, but three, (laughs) Uh, three beautiful anklet bracelets. So I'm all about jewelry. I always have been, um, but they are really a great place to check it out. Um, see everything that you can get probably at a fraction of what you would see elsewhere because everything is made in house and custom. So if you check out with the code MINDY15, you can get 15% off of your first purchase too. So you can increase what's in your cart. Now that's just a little uh, PSA for me. Um, Speaking of gems, I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, the conversation that you have in store for you with my guest today. She's an intuitive. um, She's incredible. And we got into a lot of convo about gemstones and also, you know, just stones in general and the healing that they offer us if we hold them or wear them on our person on a regular basis. I, uh, many of you know me, uh, know that I have often sought um, guidance from intuitives or mediums um, who've been able to touch with family members on the other side. I thoroughly believe that and find comfort in that too. I though am one who isn't the best of learning how to follow my own intuition and trust my gut. I guess because I'm not as in tune to what the senses are that and the signs and so forth that you should be aware of on your own. So that's why I've always sought assistance from other people to help 
guide me and show me. But she's awesome. Her name is Kathleen Miller, and she actually works with people and teaches them the tips and tools so that they can dig within within themselves, listen to their inner voice, and also be able to trust their gut, know what that means, and follow their intuition on their own without the help of anybody else. She's a master intuitive, an entrepreneur, a gifted energy facilitator, and she's one of the top consultants um, working with 13 plus states uh, throughout the U.S., also international countries since 2001, I should say. Um, She works with clients, as I mentioned, to guide them and teach them how to use their own energy intelligence. And she today is going to share about how when you are open to the senses, you are able to tap into your sixth sense. It will help you in the dating world, which we can all use a little more direction and guidance navigating. That's for sure. So have a listen. She's awesome. Hi, Kathleen. How are you today? Hello, Mindy. I'm wonderful. Thank you. Just so excited to be here with you. Oh, I'm excited to have you. And I can't even pretend like I'm not because you could know. (laughs) No, I really am. I think you're going to be able to offer a lot of really good insight to myself, especially and all of our listeners, because I'm actually one that's really bad at knowing how uh, to trust my gut, what that means and what the signs are and feelings. So we'll get into all of that. Before we do, why don't you share with everybody a little bit about what led you down this path and how you realized you have these superpowers? Yes, definitely. Well, and off the bat, I do want to make one quick comment. Everybody's intuitive. We're all yeah. intuitive. So when you say you're really bad, it's just you're not practiced just yet. So give yourself a little bit of um, gusto there. But for me, um, I was born very open um, able to hear, see, smell, taste. Uh, I, I was extremely gifted, very, very, is from as early as I can remember. And honestly, it was very scary. Um, I grew up in a pretty strict religious household where it was not really supported. It was sort of like, that's not happening. So it was a bit confusing for me because non-physical and being able to talk to beings and see spirit animals and see people around people was um, very overwhelming, but then at the same time, I caught on very quickly that others weren't seeing and hearing that. So it kind of led me into this very um, highly developed inner life of being guided from within from as as early as I can remember. So over time, um, I had tremendous physical sensitivities. So it put me on a holistic path very young. And then I was very blessed to meet incredible teachers, even in my teens and 20s, And so I've had 30 years plus of just development in alternative lifestyle and living. And then over time, it eventually turned where these gifts that I thought were kind of a curse suddenly was like, wait a minute, these are superpowers. And this is such a capacity to be able to be an extremely dynamic judge of character, to know what's going on, to totally sidestep huge financial, energetic and emotional minds that people step on all the time without realizing it. Wow. So that's, that's my work is to help people develop that within themselves. Mm-hmm. So they're able to, whether it's professionally in your work or relationships or whatever's going on, cause it relates to everything. It relates to parenting, being able to guide your kids, knowing what's right and not 
healthy for your children. I mean, it's especially in this day and age. Yeah. So, that's that's know, amazing for sure. Yeah. Let's just do a little step back for just a moment, if I yeah, may. Sure. So when you say you were feeling, um, you know, uh, you were being oversensitive or you had these sensitivities, yeah. um, yeah. what exactly do you mean? Like, did you like in your, like, it, did you get like a sense within yourself or were you able to actually, I guess, really see something that other, another may not or, or I'm, can you explain what that means? Sure. sure. Okay. Yes. Well, there would be time where my parents were talking about something. Um, I remember on many occasions where they would be discussing something super specific that as a kid, I wouldn't know anything about. And I would walk in and finish a sentence and then oh, they would wow. look at me like, how did you know that? And then it would turn out to be true. And then I was really scared because I didn't know how I knew that. I just would yeah. blurt out um, and I would know, I knew one of my teachers was being abused at home. I knew one of my, um, you know, issues with people being abused. Like I would be aware of people in not good situations. And, oh, wow. and then as a child, it's very scary because you're like, it's so inappropriate and not, you know, it, yeah. was, it was, that's where it was a very overwhelming. Yeah. Um, I also was aware that people were sick before it came to public knowledge that they were sick. And I would smell, I could smell that people were ill. Um, I had, How, what did it smell know, like? What did you smell? Um, there was just an odor that would be just, this person is not well. And it was just a knowing because I, my strongest, there's so many different intuitive types. Yeah. Um, and, and for me, it's clear cognizance, which is just clear knowing instantly. So it's a little bit like I'll explain, I've gotten very used to it where I'll explain and then I'll be like, wow, I wonder why I'm saying that. <laughs> and then, and then, the client will totally confirm it. Like, oh yeah, that's so true. And I'll be like, oh, that's interesting. Okay. So I've learned to really be comfortable with it because I've just had, you know, like thousands and thousands of validations for it. So it's, yeah. I, the muscles are so strong now that it's, it's really, it's, it's just a second nature for me. Hmm. Um, but, but when I was young, you know, it was, it was still quite spooky. It was, you know, just not so sure about it. But I did, um, I saw beings that others did not see and I got made fun of really bad because I would sometimes point it out and people would, oh my gosh, you know, you're a freak. You're a witch. Like, yeah, that's you're, scary. Yeah, yeah, and that's scary. It, I could see that would be like hard for children too. You know, my friend, um, her name's Jen and she recently, I guess, came to find that she is into it. Well, like you say, we all are, but she, I yeah. guess, is recognizing it's that. opening her, for her. Yeah. yeah. And she was yeah. able to determine that her dog was sick before mm -hmm. she knew her dog was sick and basically saved his life. So mm -hmm. she, but she was crying. Like she was, I think she was very scared that, mm -hmm that happened because she was like, didn't make sense, but now she's more embracing yeah. it. But I would imagine like, if you're able to halt bad choices, like you mentioned in the finance or let's go down the road of romance. Like if you were like dating somebody and you know, um, you were in a relationship that you thought was good and then, you know, you're feeling like it's not a good idea. Like I know a lot of people, myself included, not this, not while well, I'm divorced, but, um, but before I got married, I was engaged mm -hmm. like when I was much younger to somebody else. Um, and I mm -hmm. never got married, but I was so like for a, a good chunk of time, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And ultimately mm -hmm. I ended that, um, mm -hmm. you know, because it wasn't the right fit for either one of us. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. I think that if you had those intuitive, um, muscles and, mm -hmm. and I guess in shape, so to speak, that would really help alleviate a lot of that uncertainty. Right. To a degree. Okay. Yes. When you're healthy, it is. 
-hmm. when people are in balance and this is a big caveat in a lot of the whole intuitive trend and oh it's going to solve all your problems and do this which yes can it give you huge advantages absolutely but if you're really insecure or you're really fearful or you have some maybe some trauma in your past when you try to tune in and you're not, you don't have that really balanced in your core, you're going to be projecting information. So it's like if you date a horrible guy named Brad and Brad was such a jerk and whatever, and then you meet another Brad, sometimes without meaning to, you have those associations, you can project, oh no, here's another one with the same name. So mm -hmm. this is where intuition and mental projection, which is one of the biggest like really losing sight of accurate information mm -hmm. comes from. And so when I, when people say, oh, well, gosh, I intuited this and then it didn't happen that way, or it really played out very differently. It's like, well, you need to back up and look where your energy was. Cause if you feel desperate, we've all had times where you feel desperate and then you make a choice but it's more from fear and desperation. Mm -hmm. You're not all, it's very unlikely that you're reaching for, because that's all you can reach is what's around that vibrationally, which tends to be extremely limited the further down you go. So what so do you we, do to get healthy then Kathleen? What would you so advise? That's really probably one of the biggest tips is that self-development, really, really being clear on taking care of yourself, being clear on, really that self-love and self-care, which is also another, thank God, huge trend that's happening is yeah. people being more aware of like the self-awareness of where your energy is, where your energy is. Cause it's not something you get right. And then, okay, good. Now that's done. Mm -hmm. It's like making your bed. It's got to happen every day. You have to have, you know, those really good habits daily or even constantly. Cause sometimes we start good and then we get a complaint or an unhappy client or yeah. something along the way. And yeah. then you, you can start going. So it's a constant balancing and it's okay that we're all over the place. Cause that's life. Life isn't right. easy. I'm an intuitive right. and there's times where I'm like, I don't want to deal with that, even though it is always on for me. It, there's times where you can get lazy or you can just not pay attention the way mm -hmm. you could, should. Mm -hmm. And so everybody has that, you know, free will to focus or not. And yet those are, when you're doing it consistently, you'll, you will gravitate towards way better quality relationships across the board, including that dating aspect. Okay. So basically the moral of the story is to every day, make sure you're doing something for yourself to take care yes, of yourself absolutely. mentally and physically. And then you'll be in a better place. Like a big sense, like you're starting from a stronger, like, you know, um, plateau or, you know, diving point, what have you, yeah. um, to, to do that. So how can you use some of the intuitions? Um, well, I guess first I should ask, like, what are some of the ways that we can kind of dive into our own gut? Um, because yeah. the show is called trust your gut, which is also yes. intuition. Um, um, so that we can be more in tune with what the universe is trying to tell us and what we're seeing, but we may not be seeing because we have blinders on. Um, mm -hmm. What are some of, I mean, that's probably like the last like maybe a 24 hour show, not yeah. 30 minutes, yeah. but if you could give us maybe five <laughs> yeah. things, if that's some possible. Quick tips. Okay. Absolutely. So some quick tips. Number one, really being clear on your desire in a relationship, not just, oh, he's 6'2", he's blue-eyed, blah, blah, blah. Like those are way down the line in importance. If you're really clear, I want a monogamous partner, I want a full commitment, or I want to just have fun and date and see what's out there. 
to me, this, when I, what I see constantly with clients is they're really not clear mm -hmm. and they don't have that really, really, and, and being honest with yourself of where you really are too, because I see people really advancing their career, but then asking for a fully committed, but then really aware that they're not going to do that. And then that, now you've got energy going in three different directions, which is why next to nothing happens. Can so I ask a question? If yeah. I may. <laughs> <laughs> Did I, just, did I just channel your situation there, love? No, no, no. I really, I, I'm so, okay. So, well, there's nobody else in the room but you and me. So like for me, right, um, I, at the moment I'm dating a few different people. They're all like not serious relationships yet. I'm like hoping one turns into something because I do want to be in a relationship, relationship. But so I, is it wrong to then say I'm just having fun and then hopefully like the, you know, everything will align in one of that or someone else will come into the fold and then the, I'll become serious with that person or what have you. I just, for me, I can't go into date one person and be like, I want to be in a serious relationship and yeah. I'm going to see if this yeah. is the right person. Like, cause you don't, I don't know anybody yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Is, well, does that make, every, does that question even make sense? Did you, I don't even know if I understood what I was does, asking. But, it okay. does, but, but one thing I look at with each client, cause everybody is so incredibly unique because your energetic personality is so strong mm -hmm. and you really know who you are and you really are on this kind of, you're very empowered and really aligned with that. So for you specifically, I'd say the more fun, the better totally okay. enjoy yourself. Um, but eyes wide open and you're honoring yourself in that, mm -hmm. like really kind of cleaning up the going along with, because there's like a, a little bit of a line of, and we all do it where you kind of go along and it's kind of okay. And, and to be like even more empowered, having fun, but no, I really want it this way. And like really holding your saying. ground. Yeah. yeah. Does that make sense? It yeah, does you, because you, I you. still want to be treated a certain way and yeah, I still yeah. want things to like progress, you know, yeah. or I want it to end one, one or the other. I don't want to have yeah. fun indefinitely. Yeah. I mean, and you know not, I mean? not, and not, I, yeah, I, I, I eventually want to be miserable like everybody else. No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean well, to say it that way. You know what I'm saying? More, yeah. Well, no, but you did because you are, and you're really clear on that. So you actually, so own it. Like you do know what you want. You don't apologize for it. Like, because that you need a guy that strong, by the way, otherwise you're going to get bored. So you yeah. need that high caliber, like very mental capable, like you, you need a very strong partner, which is, I think why I'm just going to have fun all over the place until somebody really dynamic gets my attention, which yeah. I think is actually perfect for you. So you're, you're on track. Yeah. Okay. Continue <laughs> on. Okay. So other tips. So, you know, meditation, like having a morning practice, I really tell every one of my clients, like, please develop a morning practice. It's I hate meditating. I know. What do I do? So, well, if you don't like meditating, then just a quiet practice. So it might okay. be, like, walk, you can walk in nature, but it needs to be with, without your phone on, without distraction. You need quiet time to just let yourself settle. You can stare at a fish tank. You can go outside and watch the leaves on a tree. You need something that is a little hypnotic that gets okay. you, gets your brain. You want the left and right to kind of calibrate together. That's part of what meditation does is it lets the hemispheres of the brain both kind of like relax. Okay. I could does, do that. So yeah. could you take a walk and, and observe yeah. the nature? Would that Definitely. count as meditating? Okay. Abs absolutely. Cause or I, just sitting I, out by the beach for 10 yeah. minutes. 
I am an avid med- Yes, definitely. I'm, I'm an avid meditator now, but for years, because I am a little ADHD with kind of very hyper energies, I could not sit still for more than 30 seconds. Me too, so Kathleen. Like- I'm one of those people that go, and not that I get it very often, but I'll go get a massage like yeah. once or twice a year and like literally like thinking about like my whole day and what I have to yeah. do tomorrow. And like, yeah. and then the, the massage therapist was like massaging my back and she's like, Oh my God, you really oh, can high stress well. <laughs> like, yeah, I pretty much have like every knot in my entire shoulder. Like, definitely. Yeah. That, yeah. When I when I started meditating, I definitely did the um, eat, pray, love where I was like, oh my God, it's been one minute. Oh, shoot me, <laughs> shoot me now, shoot me now. But that was years ago. And I meditate 365 days a year. I Now it's like I have to set an alarm to come out of it because I will mm-hmm. stay meditating. So I, it can be developed for those of you that are super hyper like us. <laughs> don't drink your coffee before you do it and definitely don't have a red bull so what does the meditation do with the intuition element like does it just so, open your mind or is it part of the self-care part or both it clears the clutter it lets the hemispheres relax for you to be more aware and kind of what i call take your energetic temperature so it lets you because some days we wake up our body hurts sometimes you wake up you've had a weird dream and you're just in a weird space. So it lets you kind of settle that and like, okay, I have a busy day. That's okay. I'm very aware sometimes of all the client stuff. Like I'll wake up and be like, Ooh, you know, I've got some intense stuff that I'm aware of. So let me settle and feel me and get grounded and balanced Mm -hmm. and then go attend because we're, we're such sensitive computer chips anyways, that we're so aware of so much around us. And now even with collectively what's happening in these huge waves of scarcity and political unrest and all that other that, you know, you have waves of really weird thoughts where that's not yours. Mm -hmm. So being able to, for those of you struggling with anxiety, it's super important to offset that. And meditation is a great way to just in a few minutes, kind of like get, come back into yourself and let that kind of fall by the wayside. Okay. So it's something and, that could be very helpful there. Yeah. And two more questions on the meditation. Um, yeah. Does it matter how long you do it? Number one. And number two, does the time of day matter in terms of the intuition process? No, no. Okay. Um, I recommend earlier because when you set your day and you get started on the right foot, uh, right. To me, that's just sort of common sense. Right. But any time of the day, I have clients that are wigged out in high stress corporate jobs and they will go in the bathroom stall and meditate for five minutes from a meeting that they don't want to start screaming at everyone at. So, you know, if that's the case to get you back to balance, do Mm -hmm. it, go in your car, go on the wall, do whatever you need to do. So Mm -hmm. I do say, cause I know a lot of people are like, I don't have 15 minutes. I I say 15 (laughs) minutes, but I'm like, cool, do five, do five. And, and I have a lot of clients that are still like fighting for the limitation of getting five minutes. I was like, you got five minutes. You got five yeah, minutes. Yeah, you have five you minutes. Your, you have five you minutes to sit on Instagram or look at yeah, Facebook or something Instagram silly. Or fa- yeah. Like your social media time, you can pull five little minutes out of your social media time yeah. and meditate for that. I agree. So, yeah. That, that's yeah. true. Yeah. I, I do. Okay. All right. Next tip. <laughs> so the next tip would be um, within a day pivots. So what I mean by that is, if, okay, so once you start your practice and you go out and then when you notice maybe a friend of yours broke up with somebody or you hear something bad in the news and you really suddenly physically feel a response to that. Mm. That's the awareness that you need to do a little bit of a midday reset. 
Okay. Because what happens is, and what I mean by this, have you ever had a day where you go and you're in a good mood and everything's good, but then traffic's not good. And then yeah, all of a sudden everything starts going good. awry. And then, yeah. yeah. And then by the end of the day, you're really crabbing. You think, God, I started out good. What happened? Yeah. So this is the worst day of my life. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And, yeah. And this is so common by the way, where it's, it's just those little kind of stacks of the negative that, mm. especially in this day and age, people don't really pay attention that they're veering off of balance and they're, or whether it's pessimism or just like now I'm, you'll become limited. You'll start making mistakes. You'll be less productive. And then in relationships, you'll start seeing the not so great in the relationship. So it does come back and really affect that. So really beginning to watch and monitor when, not that you have to be super hyper paranoid, but just when you notice, wow, that you know, email really, really kicked me or that, you know, I saw something that was really graphic and that really kind of like jarred me and you're letting your body show you because your body really will. And this, and and what this does is it helps because people are so disconnected and so desensitized to violence, to negativity, to just madness Mm -hmm. that that it's part of what's in the way from them staying connected is my point. And the more connected, the more you're going to increase that, that intuitive aptitude. So okay. it is really relevant and it is really important. So, so that do a be- reset if something serves you off so yeah, that so you can maintain be- that intuitive, um, yeah. stream. So you're staying higher. You're staying at the highest vibration possible within the day. Okay. And then, you know, the fourth one is really honoring kind of the wind changes. I call it where that's maybe a commitment that felt really good. Suddenly you're beginning to feel an aversion to it or the winds of change. Like I need to make a change in my job or my career or a relationship. And, or I don't feel like going out tonight or I don't feel like going out tonight. Okay. So that's a great example. So, and I do this a lot and Mm -hmm. where maybe I have plans, I don't say a lot, but just, I'm very aware of this where initially when you make the plans, the energy is really good. The day before you suddenly are like, I have no pulse to go to this event. I have no, even kind of an aversion to it. That's the intuitive awareness that one, you don't fit in that dynamic anymore, or there's nothing that's going to be a contribution to you or most likely vice versa, Mm -hmm. which is then when you go to it, you either follow through and it's maybe barely a break even or it tends to be kind of a drain, like, okay, I followed through, I got through that. And so being more aware of, okay, what's this about that I don't really want to go out? And especially if you're meeting somebody online and then you suddenly feel like something feels off and I'm about to meet this person in a public place, please honor that. That can be an awareness. This person is not appropriate at the minimum Uh um, or worse. So really honoring that awareness of you know, when energy shifts and goes and goes back and forth. Is that me? Is that the the commitment? What's going on here? It's not that you have to understand every nuance of it. If you're just trusting something saying no, it's kind of like when you make travel arrangements and you ever go and then you're like, "Mm, not yet. Mm, Not yet. Yeah. A lot. (laughs) Well, not that lately going anywhere, but yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm like, I put it off and put it off and then I'm like, "Mm." Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes that that's the awareness of all the other aspects. It might just be traveling another day is better for you. It might be, you know, what you're going to do is going to, you know, there's an easier way to do it. I remember one time I was trying to do hotel reservations and it literally glitched. I've learned now when you get a computer glitch, guys, 
step up and say, back up and say, that's a reason. Yeah. How could this be better? And then all of a sudden I was like, oh my gosh, an Airbnb is in a better part of town. It's cheaper. It's like, I wouldn't have to have the hassle parking. And, and I was like, oh, thank you. Woo. That was great. So that's following the energy. Okay. Okay. And that also is a muscle and a skill set that, you know, as you begin to do, the more you do it, the more you'll kind of pick up the little cues of that. And that Mm -hmm. gives you awesome shortcuts, great, like, you know, how to flow in and out to be way more efficient with everything, but Mm -hmm. also in dating, like, okay, I've got maybe two dates and then maybe Sunday you're chilling out on the afternoon. You're like, I don't really want to go on that second date. And you're feeling it Sunday. So Mm -hmm. that might be heads up, like, you know, to give people like a consideration to say, you know, this week, my schedule's changed. Thank you so much. But maybe I'll circle back around where you can just sort of be empowered to direct your own commitments yeah, and really not feel like, Oh, I have to go on this. Cause I told him I would, oh, you got to throw that out the window guys. Like that, yeah. that has to be, you know, it, it, if you're not clear on you, everybody's right. going to lead you around anyways. So you've got to, you got to have that. That recently happened. Well, recently, like a couple of months ago, I was supposed to go away um, with a guy that I'm not seeing anymore. I don't like him, but <laughs> But I clearly didn't like him then either. But um, I I was supposed to go with a couple of factors. A, I was supposed to go on a plane, and I didn't. I was nervous about that because of the climate we're in, um, yeah. which everybody serves people traveling, and that's awesome. And I obviously yeah. want the airlines to survive. I yeah. for me personally, sure. I just was nervous about that. But mm-hmm. I think that it was more so because I wasn't excited to see him. And mm-hmm. I think if I had been, then I would have been probably more inclined to just put on a mask and be extra careful and go. Yeah. So I had. I, I waited to the very last second. I actually did book it because he kept harassing me to see what, what my flight was and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I finally booked it. But then literally like two days before they switched, um, they added some like issues with like, you know, quarantining. And that wasn't a city that or state that you needed to quarantine if you went to. But I got, mm-hmm. it gave me an, an out, so to speak, uh, that I didn't have to go okay. because I like felt okay. like, I have a problem like upsetting people. I like, I, mm-hmm. I would sooner just want to get through it. Like you're saying, mm-hmm. and then like not yeah. serve myself, so to speak. But anyway, I, I canceled it and he was upset, but like understood because I gave him mm-hmm. the excuse of the, there was change in like restrictions and things like that. But I yeah. felt so empowered and so yeah. relieved and so yeah. happy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, yay, Mindy. I was like really yeah. proud of myself. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. and sometimes those like permission slips, like the, Oh, the regulation change. I can't do that. Sometimes people, you know, it it is helpful. It's enlightening. You're like, yes. Yes. (laughs) But the real strength is being able to a little bit further back say, you know, this death doesn't feel right. One of my favorite things is I always say this doesn't work for me. Mm -hmm. I appreciate you. I appreciate the invitation. Doesn't work for me. And, and do they say why, why Kathleen, why doesn't it work for you? Yeah. Or do yeah. they just accept your, oh, you say, that's it. That's I, I, I feel like I have to give like a 50 million reasons why, which yeah. is probably part well, of my problem. Well, and it's so much social conditioning is around that. Everybody has that, like, you know, mm-hmm. you're rude and you're mean and you don't care. Mm-hmm. But the, the end of the day, it's, if you're not really honoring what your energy is letting you give a heads up about, first of all, it'll weaken your intuition because then you're going to be constantly mind tripping and like really miss it, which is the case with most people. 
Like they really, they're like, oh, I feel this. Oh, but wait, they would judge me. So I'm going to yes. go this way. Yes, that's me. hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. You nailed it. Yes. We're going to work on that, Mindy, because that, <laughs> it, it's not easy. It takes development to do that. That is part of that sort of energetic, you know, I'm lucky because being so young, I knew so many people were lying that I listened within more than I listened mm -hmm. without. Because mm -hmm. most people would be talking, I'd be looking, I'm like, no, no, that's not accurate. That's not true. You're manipulating me. I'm not going that, you know, I was just very aware of that. And so I really understood early on that the non-physical awareness that we all have, which is intuition, mm -hmm. is first of all, it, it is constantly guiding us to be safe and healthy and happy mm -hmm. and find mm -hmm. everything that we're, uh, you know, wanting to find in life. Mm -hmm. So it, it's, it's nothing to fear. And the more you practice it, the more I promise you guys, like it, it will be that kind of guiding light that we're all really meant to have for our lives. That's awesome. Was that your fifth tip? I was, I lost track of the number. Yeah. Um, okay. Is that all right. right. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So let's get into, that's good. Okay. They're all good. That's really good advice. All right. So some of the articles that I pulled up, one being in Cosmopolitan talked a lot about the sixth sense with, I guess, is your intuition. Yeah. Um, and they, they were citing the fact that I guess a lot of people, in addition to people like me who are pleasers and always worried about what other people mm -hmm. think um, and not wanting to upset or disappoint or get people angry. Um, also confuse, I guess, rationalization versus um unconscious like uh, i guess gravitation if you will mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. um can we dive a little bit into that like yeah. Yeah. you know um what the difference might be like you might want to do yeah. something your gut's pulling you one way but your brain is telling you something else yes. um yes. okay go ahead and and it, it is a little bit of what i was saying before about mm -hmm. that clean, like raw intuition, and then that mental projection. So rationalization is really another way to say mental projection, because when you rationalize, now you're in judgment and conclusion of mm -hmm. this is what this means. This is where this is going. So mm -hmm. therefore he's going to be a jerk. Not necessarily the case if you're coming from that. So that's where you know, and it can be in the positive or the negative. It can be, oh, this guy's going to be a total player. And then you go out and it's the nicest guy in the world. And you're like, oh my gosh, what's going on? Right. Or, or the opposite. So, you know, when, again, that takes practice, it's, it's not easy. We all have such incredible experiences behind us and filters that we have to heal. I always say, if you have past trauma, you know, I'm a, I'm a trauma survivor myself. And so if you don't really work through that and clean that up and get that really clear, that can also be a huge barrier to getting okay. into intimacy and really projecting, you know, what's not really resolved in yourself onto others, quite honestly. So and when you say trauma, it could be like anything that happened in the past that's caused you yes. like mental can, upset or pain. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or I guess physical, physical too. It can yeah. be violent. It can be, you know, on, on even people that are just mean or just yeah. rude or just yeah. indifferent, you know, mm -hmm. it, it can be borderline abusive. So, mm -hmm. you know, and to me there, to some degree, everyone can identify with that. And we're all mm -hmm. a little bit different on how well we cope, how well we're kind of moving forward, develop relationships. But to me, if you're dating the same kind of scenario over and over again, that's really a heads up that there's a pattern that still needs is worthwhile to go clean up and and really 
clarify so you can move into um, a better realm of quality. Okay. That's good advice. Okay. Um, and how about some of the signs? I know you touched on some of them before um, with regard to um, how we should, you know, we could be paying better attention to our, our intuition, AKA gut. Um, maybe like maybe a feeling like a pit in your stomach. Like I mm-hmm. felt when I thought mm-hmm. I had to go out to visit that person yeah. <laughs> or yeah. anxiety or fear, as you mentioned, are there any other, um, signs yeah. that we should be aware yeah. of that are within ourselves? Not just like obviously physical signs, like, a yes, definitely. Or... okay. So for this, because I know there's so much online dating. I want to kind of give you two examples of like online and in person because in person, and it's tricky because again, we're conditioned to be polite and to go along. And so sometimes that can override that intuitive awareness because it's right away. It's one to three seconds is sort of that, that physical, you're getting downloads of information right away. So whether it's a phone call, your first phone call, or maybe you get an email or you just see their profile and you now, again, you're looking at a picture, but picture still has all kinds of information in it. So what you want to do is notice, and it might be, okay, that's my type, or this is a handsome person, but then you want to just relax and let your body, okay, if I could be aware of if this is something worthwhile to pursue, is this like a good match for me? And notice if your body relaxes, does your body like tense? Do you feel kind of twisted, like just, and, and again, this, this is a little bit more intermediate to advance, but if you can just start to tune in, or if you've ever gotten right when you get on the phone call, you're like, oh, the voice like really excites you or it Mm -hmm. really, because, you know, and I remember forever go dating. And I remember one time and the second I got on the phone call, I was like, no, (laughs) no. I heard his voice. Yeah. Very sweet on chat. The second I heard his voice, I was like, no, no, no. And then I ended up. <laughs> Sorry, I ended up I'm so loud. That's so I funny, though. No, Please. it's true. And then he ended <gasps> oh up. God. I was like, oh my gosh, I have to go on this date. We get on it, and I was just like, no, die. no, yeah. no, die. no. And <laughs> I am one of those people. I am so transparent. If I don't like something, I cannot hide it. Like, me, I know. I'm, I'm like, I'm like polite, I'm, but yeah, I'm like, <laughs> And you know, and he was just like, we're driving. He's like, do you not want to do this? COVID. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, I will never ignore this ever, ever again. So that was oh. kind of, and it, what it was great about that, it makes me laugh so much now, but it really did give me the lesson in like a, a really sharp way of, I knew that, I knew that. And then I kind of, you know, went along. Mm-hmm. And it was still in place. And this was, oh my God, 30 plus years ago. This was forever ago. But I just, you know, now in this day, it just makes me laugh because I've got. Yeah, so because you don't have to deal with it anymore. Of course. You don't have to deal with it anymore. But it just. I'm mean, all crying, but that's okay. <laughs> I'm only kidding. <laughs> So no, that's, that's good advice. One of the articles that, um, that I, I, I pulled up was basically saying like a good way to kind of if, if like figure out, like, I guess, so similar to what you were saying was yeah. if you were dating two guys say to like, you know, put it on paper, like who it seems to be the better person who has the better job, like all the rational reasons why you might 
go to one versus wow. another. And then if your stomach or your heart isn't singing and they're longing for the other person, then you know that's the better person. Would you agree well, with that? I do not agree with that. Okay. Because once you do the list, now you're projecting and concluding. Now you're judging and concluding. Oh, this one's okay. a doctor. Okay. And so, do so he's a doctor. So that's going to give me a better life. And this one's this. And that's not necessarily the case at all, guys. Right. Of course not. Yeah. He might be the biggest cheapskate going. Like you have no idea. So right. you want you want to actually more so get out of it. Yes, you want to add all of that. Those. Well, those I think they were saying to do line. that, and then if it doesn't excite you, then the person who doesn't have all those attributes is probably the one to go uh, through. But I yes. guess you could say it still can be like, I would just do it flip flop where okay. feel the energy first. And mm -hmm. then yes, you need to have common sense logic with it too. Okay. So when you feel like, Ooh, there's something, I don't know what it is, but there's something here, mm -hmm. but yes, is he employed? Is he like healthy? Is he, you know, Mm -hmm. sane. <laughs> like, yeah. Hopefully. Right. Is he hopefully yeah, they're sane. Yes. Hopefully. To follow up with for sure. I'm all okay. for like both sides. Like, yes, follow the energy, but absolutely with a fantastic helping of logical common sense, guys, for sure. Okay. Yeah. What other kinds of, I guess, tools would you suggest? Um, some of these uh, articles are referencing objects like clear quartz, things like that. Mm -hmm. Do you believe in that and why? I don't know that much about that. I have that same friend oh. that's intuitive. She became intuitive. Yeah. She uh -huh. holds different like lavender, I don't even know amethyst the, like different, different ones gems. Yeah. yeah yeah sure so there are uh i am a gemstone intuitive i've i've collected stones from all over the world for many wow. many years absolutely cool. love them uh stones that are fantastic um even right here sitting uh, so you guys know i mean this is a little more practical but a big black tourmaline you want to put it under your desk because it helps with the radiation from your computer but it also grounds you and it's protected. What should you put on your time. desk? I missed that. What is it? It's black tourmaline. Oh, okay. And and so it's a it's a great stone that I would show it to you, but I know we're on audio. Um, well, but show it to me. I want to see it. Oh, you want to see it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everybody out there. So oh, I see. It looks giant, like a piece of coal. Well, maybe giant, not shiny. Okay. Yeah, it's a giant one there, but it's one that That's has cool. multiple benefits. Um, I usually recommend stones per person because everybody, again, has such great attributes that, you know, what their energy is needing at the time, um, you know, it's something that is, it definitely can be supportive. Some stones will amplify your energy, some will calm you down, and, ever, and some stones affect people a little bit differently. So, so there really it, is truth to the stone? Yeah, they, they've been scientifically tested to show the magnification. We're living crystals. We have crystalline in our blood. That's part of what a crystal computer chip is. It holds information. It amplifies okay. information. So we are computer chips. Huh. We are, you know, that paleoelectric energy is in raw form from the earth. So what about diamond? What if you just wear a diamond every day? Diamond's <laughs> awesome. Diamond, <laughs> diamond is great because it's full spectrum and it's also protective. So oh, diamonds, good. Okay. Diamonds are, are really, really fabulous. Um, okay. You know, ones for dating. Wow. I, you know, I tend to go towards the protective ones, but if you have a hard time, like keeping your heart open, stones like uh, green amethyst or um, rose quartz is another great one. Those help to open the heart chakra and help you be more receptive to, you know, really softening your energy, especially okay. with COVID where people are so guarded and so like 
off-putting. It's a nice softening. And that I have in every single room in my house. I have huge rose quartz all over because they're very, they soften the energy everywhere. And because of being so sensitive for me, it's a great soother. So I have them all over the place and people come in my house and they're like, Oh my gosh, I feel like I'm at like this tropical spa. And that's why. Oh, that's awesome. I'll have to get that for my house and my office and my apartment and my car. I'm (laughs) actually, everybody listening, I'm going to look this up in the show and in the show notes, I'm going to note like some, not maybe not every stone, but like what some of them do. So yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Okay. We're almost out of time. I cannot, it's such an interesting (laughs) conversation. Okay. So lastly, um, on the list of things to be mindful of, uh, body language, I guess is one, right? Like in terms of someone might be saying something, but they're not really showing you that, um, with their actions, but also body language is a good indicator too. Can you go into some of that a little bit? Uh, Absolutely. So, you know, when, guys are not making eye contact, you know, mm. that's, that's one. And sometimes like they're a liar, liar, pants on fire. Oh. Well, you know, I'm so mean, I go down the ugly road right away. <laughs> 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 I need that quartz or whatever that was, that rose. A nice softening, a nice softening. You know, it really is when people cross their arms or they cross their feet over each other when they're talking, that tends to be, it's a common understanding that that is sort of a closed, your body's closed. So Hmm. when somebody's standing there and they're holding their arms over, it is often a bit of guardedness that they're not like really willing to, you know, be vulnerable sometimes, or it also can be a sign of, you know, prove it to me. There's a little bit of kind of aloofness in that sometimes. And then when they cross the legs, and somebody is, you ever talk and then you cross your legs while you're talking? Yeah, so you're, yeah. While you're standing? That yeah. can also be the awareness of sometimes people are pulling at you energetically or energetic vampires. I will do that and, and just do the cross or, or hold my energy really steady along, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with someone that's like that. So those are ways, but, but really when you're, it's not so much the words guys it's it's just the sense of how relaxed your body is with them when you talk to somebody and you're meeting them for the first time mm-hmm. and you feel excited or you feel a nice rush of energy usually that means at least there's some it might not mean he's the end all be all but there might just be some really for that time healthy exchange that you're aware of and your body's excited to do mm-hmm. then when you know if all of a sudden the music turns or he starts to talk about an ax or something else and then you notice him sort of shut down or if you've ever been on a date where it's going well and then sudden something, something happens. Yeah. It where shifts one or both, yeah. Like really yeah. Shifts. So yeah. Then, then it's being able to go, okay, that's interesting. Mm. That subject triggered him or me that, you know, that comment triggered him or me. So what's the aware, what am I aware of now? Mm-hmm. What am I aware of now? And, and sometimes it's just, you know, again, that subject, what it is, but when you ask, okay, what can I be aware of? Because for some it's guys that do the peekaboo where they're there, then they're not, then they're there, then they're not. And so that can be the awareness of not, not committal, somebody not really like that, or is playing games, not Mm -hmm. really wanting to show up, but girls Mm -hmm. can do that too. So you have Mm -hmm. to be very aware of what you're doing first. Mm-hmm. And then when you're clear and balanced, it will be much more evident when those types of dynamics are, are playing out. But yes, okay. for general, you know, and are you just really comfortable? Because I think so many people get used to be not being comfortable that they 
you know, when I first met my husband in like three seconds, I was like, oh, this is my husband. And I really, and I, everybody says and, that they feel like oh that. My, I did. And I, and I went, you know, I know that we're going to get married. I know like, I just got the download of like, okay, this is it. And, and I mean, we hadn't even talked, Like we were just having that first little conversation. And I just was like, almost started laughing. Like, oh my God. Okay. Do you want to like, should we just go now? Like, okay. And it was just so clear. That's and that's so awesome. Yeah. So, so that's really now. And, and a lot of people have had that experience with it, that awareness of, to me, it was awareness of such a powerful compatibility uh-huh. and it was just such an ease and like everything just clicked into place that was so unbelievably, almost like too easy. Like it was just like, whoa, but then also not that it was perfect and not that you don't have to work at it and, and really, you know, stay with it, but it's, right. it is part of where, you know, when you trust for me, it was that letdown and that ease, which was really like, okay, this is a very kind person. This is a very healthy person. This is a very, like really, really strong compatible. And you are attracted to him instantly too. That's great. Awesome. Oh, good. Yeah. So when you're clear, but I, but when you're clear about that and you're asking for that, that's when you're in the higher probability to, then when it, when the match comes, you're, because you're so clear about what you're desiring, I was a single mom at the time. So I was crystal clear on what I was looking for. Yeah. And I'm the same I'm, way. I know what I'm I want. Not, I'm not messing around. Like if it's not this or better, don't bother me. Like don't yeah. knock on my door. Yeah. That's kind of where I was. And mm-hmm. that's where, you know, when that showed up, it was like, Oh my God. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I know. How long did you have to date before it showed up? <laughs> that's the um, question of the year. We, we dated like, six weeks. We got married after six weeks. That's amazing. No, I mean, like, before you met him, how long were you single? Oh, oh, like, um, my daughter wasn't even two. So it was like a year and a half. Oh, that's not that long. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. All yeah. Right, good. You found your <laughs> prince. <laughs> Rest of us still have the yeah. toads. No, I'm the only king. kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I'm teasing. Totally. All right. Well, you've been amazing. So tell everybody yeah. out there in um, Podland where they can find you. Cause I know you do coaching and you, um, you know, can, you can meet uh, your one-on-one and have like some intuitive like sessions and we can all, I think if we all dig into our intuitive powers. We'll probably find our partners much quicker and save a lot Definitely. of information and heartache. That's for sure. Definitely. And I do work with a lot of people that are actively dating and they will come to me with like, okay, here's five guys. Give me the lowdown. What do I do? And, and to me, it's not so much to voyeur on the guys. It's more to be aware of, okay, keep clarifying what you're asking for. And then looking at the dynamics of what potential matches could be right? Um, or, or improving relationships that you're already in. So that's just one aspect. Um, I also do holistic healing and a lot of different um, fun, intuitive business and different aspects too. So, mm-hmm. but my website is intuitivelifestylesuccess.com. Okay. Um, that's also my Instagram handle and, you know, find me on Facebook or other places, but there, I do have a free activate your intuition e-course that you can get. If you just subscribe on the um, homepage, that will send you the oh, link to get that. That's awesome. Um, and we'll, we'll have a link up to your website on, in the show notes as well. So yeah, everybody awesome. listening. Okay. Definitely. Right. Well, you were amazing. <laughs> I appreciate it. And I hope to talk to you again soon. Okay? Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you. Wonderful to be on. Appreciate it. It's my pleasure. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye. 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 
Thank you for listening to The Race for the Ring. If you liked today's episode, please write us a review. They can make or break a good podcast just like a dull dude can be the kiss of death to a date. I'll catch you next week. And in the meantime, be sure to say hi and follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. My handles and contacts are in the show notes. It's been my pleasure to have you along for today's dating debate. Bye-bye. This episode of The Race for the Ring was brought to you by Furco's Fine Jewelry. The family-owned, multi-generational family jeweler is known for their handcrafted custom designs. Not only do they create stunning rings, they have an incredible array of personalized gemstones, personalized pieces, and of course, diamonds. Follow them on Instagram at Furco's Fine Jewelry or head over to their website at furcosfinejewelry.com. And if you use code MINDY15 when checking out, you'll get 15% off your first purchase. Happy shopping!